You're listening to The Life of Tri. It's triathlon for your ears. Right. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Life of Tri podcast. This is the day after the Ironman World Championship, uh, the first women's only race ever here in Kona. Um, and uh, I'm here with uh, somebody who knows nothing about Ironman racing and nothing about Ironman racing here in Kona. Um, eight-time Ironman World Champion Paula Newby Fraser. Thank you so much for joining me. Oh, it's a pleasure. Always a pleasure, Kevin. <laughs> so <laughs> happy to happy to talk about uh, this great week. Um, so. Um, were you uh, relieved that um, Daniela didn't get number six and get that much closer to uh, catching your record, or uh, are you quite happy to see someone move move ahead? Because Mark and Dave, like they're never catching you. Natasha's never catching you. Yeah. Uh, so you're you're pretty safe from those guys. But Daniela was uh, possibly a threat. Well, look, I mean, Daniela was actually my sentimental favorite. I mean, she is she's. She's a, she's a generational, um, she's sort of her generation of athlete. And um, when I was asked prior, I, I actually thought she was in with the shot because she keeps, although her performances may not be as consistent, she certainly shows the ability to still win and win big. So if Daniela had had a Daniela day, which there is a certain formula for her to win here, and she's always won in under certain circumstances. Um, I thought it was going to be a possibility because she started making a run part of the way through the race. So I was like, okay, here comes Daniela. She's going to get that cushion she needs and, and be able to settle in and, and take a win. Um, but, yeah, it, it didn't pan out. But nonetheless, i got to say she had a pretty remarkable race. Oh, yeah, and she went for it. I uh, found out later she had COVID at the beginning of August, which explains what happened at, in Lottie. Um, and just that, you know, missing that little block of training makes all the difference. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I I saw her making her move up towards Javi. She moved into third. Um, and I said to my motorcycle driver, that's, that's what she needs to do. But if she's not in the front in Javi, she doesn't win this race. Because um, for me, she has to blow everyone away on the on the downhill um exactly so but it wasn't as much daniella you know yes she didn't have her stellar day but lucy had a pretty amazing day like you were gonna have to beat lucy charles barkley <laughs> that must yeah. have been exciting for you to watch yeah even. it was it was so super exciting and and, and it was it's so overdue for her, and and what I feel like, you know, with Daniela, I've always seen her win. Um, there is that formula. She needs a certain gap off the bike, and she usually gets it by her back end riding, and that allows her to settle into her capabilities as a runner without stress. When she is, when there is anyone within striking range of, you know, of the runners, you know, it's difficult for her to win. You know, if she doesn't have that, she, she doesn't have that space to settle in. And, and with Lucy, Lucy needs that utterly dominating start to finish um, and not have anybody, you know, with her really duking it out. It was like watching her in St. George at the 70.3 World Championship. Exact same playbook here. She just 
uh, the gun went off, she hit the water and she was like, yep, he, no thank you, no one is going to be with me and I'm gone and that gives her, she settles into her, her total capability and can win and that's the Lucy Charles playbook is she needs, as soon as she has somebody with her in the swim or, you know, things get, you know, get a little bit tighter, you know, um, she becomes a bit more vulnerable to being run down or, you know, having company on the bike. So it's, it's interesting to watch that, you know, watch the formula. I certainly, um, you know, love, love watching the way she races it's like she just gets on the start line pulls the pin on the grinny and just throws it into the women's field and, and just blows and goes come on ladies figure it out i'm just i'm blowing up this pace and i'm going for it and i have a feeling that taylor nib will evolve into that too oh absolutely i want to talk about taylor momentarily but yeah just to follow i have this great picture of lucy as she flipped over on her back to look back and see where the where the other women were so it was it was pretty cool and yeah and it i talked to her yesterday about you know people she had even talked about yeah might have made more sense for me to sit there were a bunch of really fast swimmers here um and there was there was a conversation where i sit in a pack and not have to use as much energy but that doesn't work for me. <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't. It doesn't work. It just. I don't think that it works for her because that, in you know, having a, a bunch of people around her again just allows her to just roll into what she knows she's capable of, and you start having, you know, when there are people around, you have more mental games and you have more mental conversations that involve, you know, energetically buying into what other people are doing and versus, you know, she's been training, you know, doing her training. She knows exactly what she can do. And so um, I was, you know, thrilled to see her just stick to Lucy's game plan, which is Lucy just getting out and, and going after it. I don't think she knows. I, I Yeah, I just... I think that that's her, that needs to be her game plan because yeah. she will win. She will and she'll continue to win if she sticks to that. Um, anyhow, 248. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> Incredible. I, I mean, we, you know, I know Chelsea had, and had talked about and, and Kat Matthews had talked about needing to run like a 245 given the depth of talent and the running talent here. And, and I think what happened, the bike conditions were good. And when the bike conditions are good, and I know this from history, is that you you ride you, you tend to ride hard, and those ride and those ride times showed it. I mean, 4:30 something for Lucy. So you you just are not quite aware of how much it takes out of you, and uh, the good good bike conditions. So 2:48. I mean, Cat wasn't wrong. You know, it's. The women are the women are inching down to 2:45, and on the men's side, obviously the men are inching to try and drop below 2:30. So um, it's you know it's coming. You know, running is is just the boundaries of running are just being re, they're being reset every week. You know, yeah. what, what marathon's coming up this week? How low is the how low is the world record when's, going? When's it yeah. Going under two? Yes. Yeah. When is it going under two? So it makes sense that 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 piece is is you know coming in and as soon as somebody does it people know it's possible and then they do it it's it's like Daniela set the standard for what Lucy did a few years ago when the conditions were good here you know going you know under 8:30 so 
she set that bar and as soon as you put the bar there people are coming for it and and they'll figure out how to get there you just need to see somebody do it and then you know you can do it and so really lucy's uh performance there is because daniella put the bar there yeah well it was funny because someone was asking at the press conference about you know why are people going so fast they asked daniella that question and she you know, said, well, it's because we're pushing it and the technology and stuff. And I said to Daniela afterwards, well, you missed one of the things. Like, you started pushing the limits and everyone was, you know, because Lucy, I wanted to to ask, I need to ask about Laura Phillip and Taylor, um, but I wanted to ask you about um, the, the sort of legend. Lucy Charles Barkley put herself on a whole different realm by beating everyone that she did. If Daniela keeps winning, Annie gets another one, and then they retire, and then Lucy starts winning, it's a little different. Mark Allen needed to be Dave Scott to be a legend. Yeah. Um, So was that, and you would know better than I, is that, does that actually work as motivation sure it works as motivation and and i can say this from personal experience is i bridged a bunch of different generations as it were you know when i first came in and and won you know that was the tail end of the generation of joanna ernst and the puntos twins and so on and then i landed up in in a generation with you know aaron baker and then i you know i rolled into the you know the beginning generation of the laurie bowden natasha bodman had the fewer so you know I feel like I spent you know I, I got the tail end of one and and, and the be, you know beginning of another and and by beating a field like this Lucy yes so maybe in a few years uh, you know Daniela is retires and and how retires but you know she has won you know when they are still at the top of their game and she will I would say is leading this next generation, this next generation of Cat Matthews, of Taylor Nib, you know, and even Laura Phillip. I think Laura Phillip still has not completely had the day. I think she's capable of out there. And um, yeah, so this is we're rolling into the Lucy Charles generation now, and 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 she's 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 capturing, you know, the Daniela Anahauk, you know, years, and um, so. And at, at her age, she has a, a lot still to give. Um, yeah, so Laura, I, I, for me, that third was, you know, great, but still, as you say, not quite where Laura Phillip can be. But big breakthrough, because if she'd come fourth again, <laughs> I think that would have been and pretty damn close. impressive. It was, it, was, it was close there. You know, Taylor, Taylor was having, you know, one rookie... You know, miss, and I'm going to call them just mishaps, right? They're having one sort of rookie mishap from the other. She lined up, you know, on the other side in the swim. And, you know, the, those other women were almost, it was, you know, she never really gave herself a chance. And then, you know, one, it was just, it was almost, I don't want to say a comedy of errors because it's not funny at all. But it was like a comedy of errors going on out there. But, you know, the stopping at the A, the stopping to get herself loaded up on the bike, the you know, having to sit in the penalty tent, dropping her nude. You know, I mean, it was, there was just, there was a lot of technicality. So it was close for Laura um, out there. You know, if, if, if 
you know, Taylor was a well-oiled machine and had figured out where to be on the swim and, you know, some things that would have been very tight at the end. So, but I was glad to see Laura on the podium because she deserves to be there. Um, It's, you know, she's so interesting because she wins absolutely everything outside of outside of the world championship. You know, she's basically undefeated at the full distance. So, you know, somebody said to me, who do you think of? I said, I said, I think we're going to see the Germans uh, on the podium. Um, two out of three ain't bad. Yes, and two out of three, <laughs> eight, and two out of three isn't bad. And, and, you know, at one point in that race, I looked at and I go, you know, this is almost Laura's to, to lose, you know, because she was really sitting pretty. Um, but, you know, like I said, you those good bike conditions take more than you realize. And yeah. so um, she still ran magnificently, but just not, anyhow just not you know, not to say that I don't think she's actually capable of running at that level also. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Taylor Nib, yeah, I, I, so she, I must have thought I was uh, like a, an official because she was, and one of the other photographers said yeah. the same thing. Yeah. Like she was basically trying to tell everyone on the course yeah. that she needed to be given a penalty because she didn't have one of her water bottles. Like she was yeah. <laughs> out there. It yeah. felt like I was on the golf course with yeah. that, with the guys giving yeah. themselves their own penalties. Yeah. Um, and uh, but, whew, there is so much potential there. Unbelievable, unbelievable. Like I said, it was it was just like this. It was sort of this mishap, and and I don't even think she realized. The, the, she already put herself on the back foot in the swim by lining up where she did. And, um, but, you know, Taylor is, is, she is not only talented, she's such a unique personality. She, she has, she has this unique personality and process that she has going on in her head. And, um, it's, it's what makes her, makes her special. And so when she dials that in you know what I mean it's like she knew what to do but you know she she also was yeah it's it's she has a she has an interesting she has an interesting you know head body connection and it's and and it's I'm, I'm so keen to see where she goes with all this honestly I mean I'm just watching that and going this woman is going to the Olympic Games next yeah, well, year. This, it's so just, I wanted to ask, ask about that. Like, okay, your coach, your Taylor Nibs coach, yeah. she says, yeah, I want to go to the Ironman 10 months before the Olympics. Yeah. Are you with me saying, yeah, we're, we're not going to put that in this training program? No, I. she's young enough to absolutely do that. I mean, I think she's, it's not a problem for her. She has, she has, she has that range and she's 25 years old. And I think back to when I was 25, throw, we have, oh, go do a 50 mile race. Sure. And why not do it? And did that, would that make any impact on, you know, going to do an Olympic distance race or doing the triathlon or, you know what? It, all of that is right now is, is as long as she can keep herself healthy, her body is healthy. I honestly don't think it makes any, any impact on her at all. I think this is late next year. She has the months to recover and the, and the outcome from this experience will only make her, her body stronger, her mind stronger and help her to dial into, you know, where these mishaps in an Ironman are, are like critical in the Olympic games. 
So I think it might, you know, even dial in some of her preparation for the Olympics even more. So do I think it was a bad idea? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. (laughs) Okay, so finally, I wanted to ask you your thoughts on a women's only race. Um, You know, because there's... I. I raced in the Paula Newby Fraser era, um, and uh, you know you were stomping a lot of us. Um, so why the heck do we need a women's only race when there's the Paulas out there who can, you know, we were one year we were joking you should have got the oh, I think it was seventh that you finished here the seventh place prize money and the women's. Um, uh, but what were your thoughts on seeing a women's only race here? Look, I, you know. It's taken this many years to reflect back on it. When it was announced, I thought it was a very brave move. And, you know, the world, you know, people can say, oh, you know, it's worked well for, you know, 40 years. Well, sure, there's a lot of things that worked well for 40 years that don't, you know, are not appropriate in the world that we live in, in the culture that we live in. Um, in the growth that we live in with with women and women's sports and and just moving equality, you know, in, in whatever way you want to interpret that to move that forward. Everybody has a different version of what that looks like. And it, it felt right, but there was always this being this ambivalence across the board on what that's going to look like. And, you know, there's the naysayers and... and, and, and it has surpassed our expectations and it's given me pause being here feeling what I've felt seen what I've seen um, and the statistics were phenomenal nine you know 90 something like 97 percent picked up 98 percent finished first time ever hundred percent you know out the swim the water out of the water so you know blah 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 about all the things people were saying then not only the emotional side the numbers are working out and then it made me think about you know i was myself erin you know we were fighting to break that nine hour barrier you know in the late 80s and into the 90s but what is the narrative of the late 80s and 90s iron war i mean that really is the narrative of iron man was you know, during that time, and, and God knows, continuing on, was Iron One. I realize now how much, you know, we were doing great things. Erin was doing great things. Karen Smyers was doing great things. You know, we, we, were, we were out there getting after it, Natasha. But, you know, really, we were in the shadow of, you know, whomever it was, you know. And I know I was in the shadow of Mark and Dave, it really. I mean, Iron War was, was really... That was the narrative of, of what Iron Man was. So to see this, um, you know, just watching Chelsea last year and seeing, you know, how that changed things for her, and that was just a woman's only day, you know, I think, you know, quite frankly, I think, you know, Lucy's win here is going to be stratospheric for women. And and if you go out on the street and talk to these women, it's it's they don't want it any other way now they just don't want it anyway and, and the, the intangible piece we couldn't we we weren't sure the expectation shall i say has just blown everyone i think has blown everyone's doors off it's just it's been absolutely superb um and, and what do you think you were there 
All right, I was <laughs> so so. Maybe put you so, on the spot. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. people have been doing that to yeah, me all yeah, week. Yeah, <laughs> Andrew yeah. Messick was yeah, like, yeah. Um, like, are you going out? Anyway, yeah. um, so here's where I'm coming from. Um, couldn't agree more. Yeah. And so what happened, we had... So part of the triathlon's problem, I'm putting this in, in quotes, yeah. is that we had four of the greatest athletes our sport has ever seen in the first decade of the actual sport. Yeah. So we had Dave Scott, we had Mark Allen, we had uh, Pauline Newby Fraser, and we had Aaron Baker. And we lucked out that the two guys put on this incredible show but we never had like we sort of had glimpses of that with you and Aaron but we never had that like you you guys weren't going at it tooth and nail but you know does anyone want to argue with me or with anyone that Aaron Baker is possibly one of the greatest athletes we've ever had in the sport like she the only time she didn't win was when you beat her here in Kona like other than that there's it never happened. Yeah. Um, does anyone want to argue that, you know, you winning this thing eight times? Like, that's yeah. insane. Um, but it just, the, the dynamics didn't quite work out. But I also think our society wasn't ready. So the thing where I'm trying, like, finally trying to get to is Daniela rolls in and starts and dominates and we're going ho-hum. Yeah. And it wasn't until everyone else started raising their level yeah. that the stage was set. So, um, I think that's what, that's what the true yeah. difference is, yeah. is that the stage was set. So, cause we kept having, we had Chrissy come in and dominate. Yeah. We had Daniela come in and dominate. Yeah. We had Natasha come in and dominate. Yeah. We had you come in and dominate. Aaron jumped in every now, now and again. Yeah. And it wasn't until we had, you know, that, that sort of, whoa, yeah. there's seven people here who can win this thing. Correct. And, and I think the women the women were able to go out there and show that they can own the stage in its entirety. They didn't need, they don't need the, you know, the, 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 the cold ballet behind them, the people behind them. It, the women in their entirety owned the stage yesterday and they showed that, that they're capable of it and, and what they can do out there is they are the main production and that and that's we don't need anything else and i and you're exactly right like i said things worked and and yes you know Aaron and i were out there but you know i'm i loved what i did you know was 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 it was everything equal no things weren't equal did i care not really i you know what i mean it's, it's hard to sit in this day and age and say well I, I truly loved what what I did, so I was so grateful for it, and and I wasn't going to stand up and you know you know Aaron was a lot more forceful, and that wasn't the way I wanted to be, and it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't so much how I how I didn't just didn't feel empowered enough to just lean in and and do what she did. So, but now I think women, you know, the world has moved, society has moved. You know the ability to speak, the uh, how you can speak, has all changed. So you know it's 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 as I say it's serendipity. You're right. All the pieces have come together and it happened at the right time with the right women under the right conditions. And it was here in Kona that just brings the weight of the history here 
Um, and the men certainly showed they can hold their own in a, in a different environment that was was you know that equally has history but they showed that you know they can put on that level of performance but this was uh, yeah right time right place right women it all it, it you know I'll take it Kevin it was a win this week has been a win it's been a win for Ironman it's been a win for women it's it's been a win and you know it's not often you get you you know you can get a win on all those levels so I think we should celebrate it and not pick it apart right absolutely I'm with you 100% and I, there's so many things I want to follow up on that one um, I, maybe I'll try one quickly do you think you, know, you were saying yeah you weren't as outspoken and everything but like you were a big name in our sport. You were really popular with sponsors. And I'm wondering if Murphy Reinschreiber was saying, yeah, let's not go out there and step out and rattle too many yeah. cages right now because yeah. I'm trying to sign this deal. I'm trying to yeah. do whatever. Yeah. So I'm wondering if that you know, puts you in a, in a somewhat awkward position because yeah, maybe, I, I think there's lots of people who would argue that you did pretty darn well and in the same kind of level as, yes. as Mark and Dave yes. financially and all that yeah. commercially and all Absolutely that stuff I did. and so you know what is there is there reason for you to rattle those chains well yeah no you're, you're right but you're 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 right I I understood you know Murphy was very pivotal in pushing me to be more professional and not you know be super controversial and and that's this that wasn't the day and age of social media where being controversial you know was was a, a great big plus and in you know whether you and I just know each other for a long time but you know I, I tend to be more of an introvert than than people will you know give you know it's because when I come out my energy is here to, to lean in and, and do the things that I do but you know the, the idea of engaging emotionally and being outspoken and that was not appealing to it was just not appealing to me and and and, and i think that there's elements of all of that in there yeah. so um yeah it it's the world the world has changed and, and the platform has changed and you know and you know if i if it was now you know social media provides that encourages that you know, wants yeah, that. Absolutely. Yeah, and it's, it, it it drives that. So that wasn't that wasn't that wasn't the case back then. So it wasn't really applauded and empowered and and you know sort of self-sustaining back in those years. So I preferred to I preferred just to stay in my lane. Um, and and just as a follow to that, you know, Mark Allen and I were talking. Mark, you were on on yes. his um, his show or Which podcast or whatever. Which is a long time. And yes. and he said, you know. Paula doesn't do these things. And so I really appreciate you taking the time here. I can't tell you how much. So finally, um, God, I've taken so much of your time. I, oh, you're so needy. I'm, I'm needy. Needy. So yesterday, um, Lucy said something that just reminded me of a conversation I had with you. So yeah. we were talking about Reese and his support. And she yeah. said, I have been a nightmare the last two years with injuries i've been so difficult to be around during this last prep and i remember you talking about paul and how pivotal he was for those i'm not sure if it was all of the eight wins but a good portion of them um and and you saying you know that you almost were concerned that 
like it was too much that if, if if that had jeopardized your relationship that would have been too much and it wouldn't have been worth all of those yes but and i said but maybe that's what it takes to win the world championship yeah. and and did lucy just prove that to us she she did and you know it's really it's really interesting because um, once they were out on the course, I was I took a walk with one of my colleagues because we like to walk and, 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 and do meetings. I don't like to sit and do meetings. We walk and do meetings. And I found Reese walking alone out near the old airport yesterday when she was out on the bike. Just He just was needing to take a moment. And, um, you know, and, and I know Reese and, and Lucy. And, um, you know, so we were chit-chatting. And, yeah, he, you know, he said he's, you know, he's taken the brunt of you know doing that and and I and I understood it and you do need that but you it's it's it works when there's success but you have to be very cognizant of it in in the process and I I had Paul and I know Lucy has other people she has her sister she has her family and and you and, and you need to spread it around and there is there's always there is an element of sort of self-absorption that needs to happen when you are in the preparation of this, but you have to be—you have to know where that starts and ends, and 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 let the normalcy of life also be quite a significant part of the year. And and that piece, and Julie will tell you the same about Mark. I will, she will tell you the same about Mark. When Mark was going into his Kona prep, it was it was all in. Everybody. She's just like I have don't have time for you guys. If we're all in on Mark's prep, so it's yeah, there is an element of needing that and and feeling like it's 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 part of what you need. And so she's very very fortunate. And um, yeah, so but I as I understand it, Reese gets you know he gets a free ride now. Laundry, cooking, cleaning is all on her because you know. <laughs> Because that's and that becomes part part of part of the balance. So, um, you know, her family loves and adores her, and and I think you know she's very lucky to have them and have that support, and at least acknowledges and and you know her acknowledging and understanding that is it will will not blow it up. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. And obviously, yeah. you and Paul, yes, the power di- power couple, and always so great. Yeah. So. Yeah. Thank you so much. Really appreciate this. Yes, yes. And, uh, you know. and perhaps we'll do it again soon. <laughs> perhaps we will do it again in another how many years. <laughs> I hope not many years, but thank you very much. Paula Newby Fraser, I'm Kevin McKinnon. Thank you for joining. Thanks for listening to The Life of Try. If you like us, tell your mates and follow us on Instagram at The Life of Try.